Hi there, and welcome back to the Pondering Stepmom podcast. This is episode two of season three, and I appreciate anyone who's listening right now. Also, if you're listening and you've given feedback, I want to give a huge shout out to you as the show would really be nothing without your feedback. Well, I mean, it would be something. It would be me talking, of course, but, you know, hearing from other stepmoms from all walks of life with all their different perspectives and situations um, really makes this not only interesting, but a true learning experience. So let's get down to it. The topic for this week was, have you ever gotten extremely close slash friendly with your stepchild's biological mother, but then felt the need to step back? Please explain. So I know this is a hot topic for many stepmoms. There can be such an awkwardness in the beginning of the relationship with someone who has a previous partner who you have to deal with in some way um, because of the stepkids. And, you know, some bio moms and stepmoms actually hit it off right away and things continue to go relatively well. And then other times there can be a rocky start and then things get better over time. Or then there's situations where the stepmom, bio mom relationship completely falls apart somewhere in between all that. Um, I got a fair amount of responses on this topic, describing experiences from other stepmoms. And I'm going to start with the comments I received on the Pondering Nooks Facebook page. And the first one I'm going to read is from Marie. Thank you very much. She says, yes, at the start and recently. At the start, I wanted to build a relationship, and I still do. But each time, I have realized that she's being two-faced. So I still keep it nice, but I'm not acting as a friend until I know she's actually got the right intentions. So you can tell from this response that there's a ton of hesitation and distrust, which is pretty common. You know, there's always that fear that the friendliness is not genuine. And even though there may actually be a sincere intention there on both sides at certain times, feelings and emotions can change up very quickly in a stepmom, biomom relationship, as many of us know. All right, and now I'm going to read a response from Leslie. Thank you very much, Leslie. She says, yes, we were very close, or so I thought, for three years. We sat at all the games together, went out to eat as a whole. She and I did ladies' night events, even just us two. Pizza and a movie. Turns out she had been talking crap behind my back. I found messages of her teaching my stepson to take things from our house, to lie and not be truthful when he blamed me for things she forgot. The, th the list went on and on. 
When I asked her about everything, she completely turned everything against me. I stepped way back then. I refused to dull my relationship with my stepson for her. And I do not need her approval to love my blended family. Thanks again, Leslie. Yeah, so it's always a letdown when you feel like you might just have one of those stepmom by a mom relationships that actually works, you know, and you feel good about it. And then in one way or another, you get betrayed, whether it's by words or actions. And there's definitely a real desire for some stepmoms to make that friendship work, to build a friendship with the stepchild's birth mother, because they think, you know, this is what's best for the stepchild or the stepchildren. And I have to say, that's the path that I originally took as well when I first became a stepmom. I thought it was best, but in the end, it turned out not to be, you know, it actually turned out to be something else. And in the end, you know, there's certain situations where there just may not be a best thing. You might only have experiences of simply muddling through things that are hard for a long period of time, and that can be really discouraging. So the vital thing I think that we need to learn is to build from our mistakes and figure out ways to react in more productive ways, including figuring out how to step back and how to ask for help when things get, you know, hostile or overwhelming. All right, let's move on to a comment from Krista. Thank you, Krista. She says, I tried to be friendly in the beginning and learned that we could never be friends. We are civil and only speak about the kids. No issues since about the first year. So Krista obviously learned as well that her hopes of having a friendship with the bio mom didn't turn out as she had planned in that first year. And from what she says, keeping that relationship civil and just to the business of the kids has worked out much better for her. And, you know, sometimes just not trying to make that stepmom bio mom relationship into something that maybe it's not can make all the difference in the world. I mean, we all know what forced relationships feel like. And, you know, a lot of us struggle to do the like, the fake smile or the, the small talk and the chatty thing. And, you know, it takes a lot of energy and it's really hard. And, you know, a lot of stepmoms have just decided they're not going to do that. They're not going to engage in that and all the power to them. So, all right, I am going to jump into a quick ad for Anchor and I will be right back. Okay, I am back and I'm going over responses from stepmoms regarding if they've ever gotten too close to the bio mom as far as friendship and if they have ever felt they have to step back from that and why. So I'm going to head on over to an anonymous comment I got from a stepmom who says, bio mom and I got really close. 
I had our first ours baby four and a half years ago. She had gotten clean off pill popping, wasn't with the abusive baby daddy anymore, and overall just cleaned herself up. She even sent me a sweet card after I had our son. We would talk and message each other and talk about the ins and outs of motherhood, and we would vent about my stepdaughter, her daughter. Fast forward to almost two years later, and my stepdaughter has turned into a nightmare. Reluctantly, we took her on a cruise with us. My husband went through her phone and saw where her mom had texted her saying, I can't imagine how miserable it is to be with them. I can't wait to see you. The messages were back and forth about how awful we were, how miserable the cruise was, and how she never wanted to go on another family vacation. And the bio mom totally fed into it. The really ridiculous thing is she doesn't even live with her bio mom. She is full time with us. So she's bad mouthing us to a bio mom she doesn't even live with, but maybe 25% of the time. The bio mom will call or text her saying how we are all in this together. And I do not feel that we are in this together especially when you're raising your two other children, but not my stepdaughter. The fact that bio mom constantly acts buddy-buddy, but then talks badly about us to the stepdaughter, I just had to back off completely. Wow, yes, lots of drama there. Um, I had to summarize some parts a little bit. Sorry about that. I really do appreciate your comment. And I do especially want to talk about the part um, where the stepmom says that her and the bio mom both vented together about the child. They were both supposed to be co-parenting together, even though obviously the stepmom has the child like almost all the time. So when you end up venting, you get so close that you're venting about that child, you know, That can happen when you get in pretty deep with the bio mom and then you start telling her about how you really feel, um, your complaints about the child. And I went through this myself. And unfortunately, from the way it turned out for me, I can say that no matter how close you might think your friendship is with the bio mom, there are certain things that probably shouldn't be said unless there is a real solid trust there, which honestly could take many years to build. Um, I'm reading a lot here about stepmoms thinking they were friends with the bio mom and then feeling betrayed for one reason or another. And I don't have the bio mom's feedback here, obviously. And I'm sure in many circumstances, there's a lot of things going on on that side as well that we don't know about right here. But I will say that navigating a close relationship with your stepchild's bio mom can be filled with challenges that we often never expected simply because of emotions that come up on both sides. Jealousy, anger, resentment, all of that stuff contributes. And, uh, you know, sometimes they just bubble up to the surface and we do or say things that we were not expecting. So, yeah, 
that's a tough one. And again, I do appreciate your feedback for sure. Okay. And here's a response from a stepmom who said, my bonus daughter started down a dangerous path a year or two ago. It got worse when COVID happened. She was making risky and dangerous choices. And although she was still in high school, she was 18. So our hands were tied in many ways. We had no idea our rights as parents just stopped at 18. It was hard. Bio mom had spent most of our marriage addicted to drugs, so she was pretty absent. Only caused trouble when she made broken promises for the most part. She is now sober and stepped in to help when things got bad. She pretended to be my friend, pretended that nothing would ever come between us again, and we had finally figured out this co-parenting thing. Within weeks, she was sending my husband inappropriate messages. On Father's Day, she sent him a message calling him daddy that ended with I love you. It has continued even though he ignores her and tries to be as short as possible and only discuss our daughter. I even loaned her my vacation home for our daughter's graduation in June so that she could offer to take her somewhere after graduation only for her to turn around and be inappropriate towards my husband just a few short weeks later on Father's Day. It's pretty mind-blowing to me. I guess I just learned that even though she's sober, she's still the same person deep down. She has loyalty to no one, including me. Just was a sad realization to have. Thank you for that. Yeah, that is sad. And especially since it sounds like the stepmom has been incredibly generous um, and, you know, full of grace, it sounds like, considering the situation she's been through. And, um, yeah, back to the little comment she made about COVID, how everything got worse. I think that that is the case for a lot of stepmoms. And I think this whole COVID, the lockdown, everything really actually drove a lot of stepmoms to change their perspective and be like, wait a minute, like something needs to change here. This can't go on the way it's going on. So yeah, I mean, it's disappointing when you have hope that maybe somebody will change and they don't. And that is unfortunate, but it sounds like the stepmom is doing the best she can with what she's got. Um, so yeah, keep your chin up. I know it's hard. Um, and of course, thank you so much for your feedback. All right. And I'm going to move on to a new response from a stepmom who says, I tried to befriend my partner's ex-wife for the benefit of their two children on a civil level for the children. So we could correspond if I needed anything, solely involving the children. After two years of realizing it would only backfire, not only on my partner and I, but also on his two children going against me personally. I opened up the suggestion of meeting her for lunch, to not only meet her, but to hash things out. She immediately accepted, then, the next day or the day of 
she declined. I have now realized radical acceptance. Past behavior is future behavior, and she unfortunately will never change. We have faced several, and I mean several, still to this day, dilemmas. And we have learned to keep the boundaries clear. Zero communication means zero stress, not only on myself, but for the kids as well. Thank you very much for that. Radical acceptance. Love it. And again, the stepmom found it easier to coexist with the bio mom with little to no communication after initially trying to befriend her. And as I said before, many stepmoms and bio moms, I'm sure, try to create a good and positive relationship for the benefit of the stepchildren and in an act of good faith, you know, and that's really all you can do. But if you figure out that that doesn't work for you and you'd rather just not communicate at all, then that's what you need to do. All right, I'm going to move on to another anonymous response I received. And the stepmom says, I thought me and bio mom were very close friends. Nearly six and a half years we had been friends. And then last November, she told me she had been cheating with my partner, sending nudes to him and getting money from him and kept my stepdaughter, even though my partner has had custody since she was 16 months old. And she's nearly nine now. I had to go to court, and she accused me of abuse and all sorts of horrible things, said I was an unfit mother and that I shouldn't have children. I was 10 weeks pregnant at the time and lost my baby to the stress of it all. Now we have no contact, but she basically thinks I'm the devil or something, and I was the one who was my stepdaughter's main carer for all of those years that her dad worked to support us. He was very depressed at the end of the time. Our second son was three months old. Safe to say now, though, although he has my stepdaughter home now, our family is ruined and we are not together anymore. Wow. And, you know, like I told her, I am so sorry about all that stuff that happened to you and the loss that you experienced. And I do appreciate you sharing that. Um, this is obviously an extremely upsetting and toxic situation. And I can't imagine going through this. And, you know, I really try not to bash others on this show or create a negative vibe on the podcast. So there's really not too much I can say about this other than I wish there was a way that a lot of the ugliness involved in some of these high conflict relationships would stop. It's so unfortunate. And I just want to say thank you to every stepmom who has sent me feedback and shared your most vulnerable experiences for this show. So I do also have some more responses that I'd like to get to, and I'm going to hop on over to my Instagram right now. 
All right, this lovely stepmom on Instagram commented saying, yes, we got really close, even spent all of Easter together. She borrowed my straightener and did her hair in my bathroom while we sat there and talked like friends. We let her be a part of stepdaughter meeting her baby brother. And then I just took a step back and realized how she wears a mask of niceness. She would say things that got under my skin, but I didn't want to ruin the relationship for my stepdaughter, so I said nothing. It wasn't until I got fed up with seeing her boyfriend of five months doing all of the things that I wasn't quote unquote, allowed to do, even after being in my stepdaughter's life for over a year and a half. We are working on the relationship again. She apologized for the way she treated me. And now I'm the only one she'll communicate with as her and my husband don't get along at all. But even now I'm wanting to step back again because I shouldn't be the one in the middle. And anytime I bring up big topics, I feel out of place and the conversations never get to a solid ground due to her not taking responsibility for her wrongdoings. Thank you very much for that feedback. And so here we have an example of a stepmom bio mom relationship where a friendship was created, then it fell apart. And then now that it's been repaired, the bio mom ends up only communicating with the stepmom because she's not getting along with the husband. And that leaves a stepmom in a very awkward position. I mean, I've been there and it's not cool. It's a huge burden for a stepmom to be the middle woman when the bio mom and the ex-spouse won't communicate in a functional way. And not only that, she's already been on a bit of a roller coaster with her relationship with the bio mom, you know, and that's a lot to deal with. Um, And as we all know, and I'm sure as many of you listening to that are thinking or saying, you know, her spouse should be the one to step up and and figure things out with the ex. You know, it shouldn't just be the stepmom doing that, especially after everything she's been through already. So kudos to you for trying, you know, and I really hope that things get better for you on that front. All right. And now I have another anonymous response from a stepmom who says, I moved three hours from my hometown to live with my fiance who has two kids from a previous marriage. Being new to a small community, I only had bio mom as a contact outside of my fiance. Her and I will do the pendulum swing if being t- of being too close and then backing off. I feel like when we get close or friendly, I'm breaking a boundary or disrespecting my fiance. I've spoken to him and he doesn't mind, but it's just something odd about being super close with bio mom. Don't get me wrong. I'm grateful and happy we get along so well, 
but I don't need you at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And I can totally relate to the part where you really didn't have any other friends. I mean, I experienced that too, uh, moving to a new place after my now husband and I got together. Um, and she was one of the old, you know, only adults that I knew for a while the only contact I had. So it is easy to fall into that friendship trap, so to speak, um, because you just don't have anyone else to talk to. And there is definitely such a thing. Um, I think I was listening to the Radical Stepmom podcast, which is a really good podcast. And one of the guests was talking about an overblend. An overblend meaning that the boundaries aren't quite there. Like maybe there's like a weird sort of sister wife feeling that maybe um, the bio mom is a little too involved in your life that you have in your own separate home with your spouse, or in this case, the fiance, or just with you. Like, yeah, like I want to be close and get along, but I don't want you at all the events that we have necessarily. So there's all those weird you know, lines in between. So yeah, I totally get that. And I really appreciate your response. Thank you very much. And I'm going to read one more response here. It's quite long. Okay. Me and bio mom didn't start right due to circumstances of her knowing slash finding out about me. We eventually became quite friendly where she would send me pictures of the child and other random things about the child. We actually had a group chat, which was she, my husband, and I. But things went bad suddenly, which I really don't understand to date. She just started having issues about the relationship I had with the child. Somehow, she made it seem like we were not helping enough by not spending more time with the child, which was an initial verbal agreement we all had, which was to have the child every other weekend and take turns on holidays. But she also made it about the money. It was a roller coaster with her. You never knew what she had coming next. The last straw for me was recently when she finally took us to court for child support. Me and my husband have always been supporting them since day one. He does the financial part, and I do the diaper and other essential needs for the child. For the longest time, she didn't know I was doing what I did. She had called me out multiple times, but not to my face. She chooses when she wants to be cool with us and when not to. This has affected me emotionally, and some point of my in my marriage I tried to stay neutral in everything and look at the bigger picture which is the child but she somehow makes it about her so my current state of mind is to not have any communication with her only if it is about the child and if my husband is unable to do that communication Sometimes, to the point, I feel she does all that just to make me feel like she is better than me. And she has his child, and I don't have one yet. 
All right. So there's a lot going on there. Um, and it is really hard for stepmoms who don't have children, biological children of their own too. Um, and again, you know, she's got it right in the aspect that her spouse does need to stand up and, and communicate with the bio mom, especially if she's hostile or, you know, not respecting the stepmom. Um, you know, and again, so many of us want to do the right thing. We want to do what's best for our stepchildren. And a lot of the time we feel like, oh, we want to create this beautiful, wonderful blended family and everyone's going to get along and there's going to be a schedule and everyone's going to communicate. Well, it doesn't work like that, you know, and people get upset by things they didn't even realize they were going to get upset about. You know, as I said, there's jealousy, there's emotion, there's resentment, there's anger. And then in all of that stuff that adults are trying to deal with, you have the children at the center of it all. And they're dealing with all of their emotions. And everyone's sort of feeding off of that. And we're not robots. None of us are robots. And that's why so many stepmoms feel the need to disengage because, I mean, we can't. It's really hard to just turn stuff off, you know? So really disengaging and stepping back is the best we can do when we feel like we're overwhelmed emotionally. So, yeah. I definitely would say I got in too deep with my stepchild's bio mom in the beginning. And I definitely learned, learned my lesson there. A lot of similar lessons to what a lot of you have told me about. Um, and then it was a roller coaster for a long period of time and back and forth and we're cool. We're not cool. We're cool. We're not cool. And it's hard. It's really hard. And that's why I want to do this podcast and I want to share everyone's experiences because I'm telling you, you are not alone. And sometimes you just need to vent. And sometimes you just need to know that there's a, a tribe of women out there dealing with the same stuff. And you know what? It feels good to know that others are experiencing what you are. And I don't want to go so far as to say misery loves company, but it helps, you know, it helps to relate. And of course, I want to always try and find the lessons and find the positive, even just those tiny scraps, you know, maybe you learned something about yourself throughout it all, just something and we'll get there. So that is it for today. Um, I think this was a great topic to hash out. And I'll probably do some similar ones. Not sure what I want to do next week yet. As always, I'm open to your suggestions. So just tell me, comment, email, message, private message, whatever. Uh, www.theponderingnook.com. You can also find The Pondering Nook on Instagram and on Facebook. So yeah. All right. Have a great morning, afternoon, evening. And just remember, you are not alone. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.